Today, we're going to check back in with two brothers from Palo Alto, California. They were finalists in our 2020 Student Podcast Challenge, and their impeccable sound quality really made them stand out. We found out the secret was actually in their back pocket the whole time. Take a listen. Hi, I'm Sequoia Carrillo. And I'm Lauren Nagaki. And you're listening to The Students Podcast, NPR's podcast all about making a podcast. So we've been doing this series for a while now, where each week we look back at one of our finalists from last year's contest, and we get their advice on something they did really well. And this week, we have such a fun one. I would say these guys win for the best title of the year. Totally. (laughs) We're talking to Aaron and Alex Morgan, who gave us that masterpiece that is titled, Why Instagram is Like a Cocaine-Laced Brownie. I remember screening this podcast vividly. I kind of expected it to be really goofy and just like kids in their basement ranting about Instagram, which is not bad when done well. But this podcast was totally different. Their sound quality and beautiful score really make this piece stand out. Here's how it starts. Hi, I'm Alex, and I'm a senior at Menlo School in the San Francisco Bay Area. And I've been out of school now for the best part of three weeks because of the novel coronavirus. Menlo was one of the first schools in the United States to close because of the virus, so we've had more time than others to adjust to this new reality, this social distancing. And yet it still feels so surreal. It's hard to believe that everybody, literally everybody I know, and everybody I've ever met, is just sitting at home doing, well, I don't know. That's the big question to me. What are all these people doing with their time now? It's like the ultimate social science experiment. How are people spending their time when all of their usual activities have been shut down? I feel like that answer is important. Like it must reveal some truth about human behavior, some interesting tidbit or social science anecdote that you'd find in a Malcolm Gladwell book. So here's what I did. I woke up in the morning at 9 a.m., and I recorded every significant activity I did until I went to bed at 11 p.m. Here are the results. I had school, online school, for three hours. I watched TV with my family for an hour. I went to the bathroom seven times for a total of 20 minutes. I I don't know if that's a lot of time or not. Anyways, I went outside and played basketball with my brother for an hour. I read for a little while. But then the one stat that jumped out at me was that I spent four hours and 22 minutes on my phone. Four hours and 22 minutes. So I think I'm, I'm trying to account for that time. I spent maybe an hour talking with my friends on FaceTime. I texted my relatives a little bit. But otherwise, I literally can't remember a single substantive thing I did on my phone. I mean, this honestly sounds like one of NPR's podcasts. The host energy and the music perfectly timed in the background. I mean, it totally sounds like a professional podcast. I thought the same exact thing. So when I sat down with Alex and Aaron on a Zoom call, my biggest question was like, how did you guys do this? Well, we're twins, by the way. I was the one who did the, like, the interviewing and the researching and the editing. So the content was like mostly me. And mm-hmm. then once I had the first cut done, I uh, gave it to Aaron because he has a background in videography and film editing and he also music production. So he, he scored the whole thing. He made all the original music. Making your own music is a fantastic idea. And also, our lawyers are making us say this part. For the Student Podcast Challenge, it's a must because of copyright laws. So we've made episodes on how to make your own podcast music that you should check out or just maybe listen to what Alex and Aaron did. And what's funny about these guys is they're so confident in their abilities, as they should be. But 
I pressed them and I was like, wait, what is your training? Like, did you go to podcast school? Where did you learn (laughs) videography and how to compose music? And they were finally like, I mean, we learned it all ourselves on YouTube, which kind of ties back to the first thing they told us, which is how their mom made them design their own website. It's a very do-it-yourself family. (laughs) I mean, that is so cool. And it seems like maybe they've practiced at it a lot and they've been doing this for a while. Um, and so so what does their studio look like? Do they have a full, like, fancy recording studio set up? Well, that's kind of a funny story. So I have microphones and I have better equipment. But Alex didn't tell me about this until he had already started recording on his iPhone. So this, we had the opportunity to, to make this even higher quality. However, he, you know, did it in the right way. He held it consistent. He... We did it in a small room, which which really helps. So, like, it, it was still smart about it. But in terms of recording, it was an iPhone. I love that. I mean, we always say that if you have a smartphone, you pretty much have everything you need to make a podcast. And they really dig their heels in on this idea of only using the iPhone. Because later in the podcast, you hear Alex calling up and interviewing his friends over the phone. Here's a little bit. How much time are other people spending on their phones during this quarantine? I called my friend Haley to ask. Can we do an experiment? Can you pick up your phone and look at your daily screen time? No, Alex, you're going to expose me. I interviewed lots of my friends. This was a typical response. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, okay. Well, my weekly average is eight hours. What? <laughs> eight hours? Up, like 50% from last week, so... That's a huge increase, Haley. Mm-hmm. He even interviews his brother Aaron, who makes the fateful analogy that Instagram is like a cocaine-laced brownie. But he wanted it to still sound like they were just friends chatting on the phone. So He was like, okay, I'm going to interview you. And I was like, all right. And he's like, go in your room. And I'm like, are we really? We're in the house, same house, and you're going to send me to my room, and you're going to go to your room and FaceTime me? And he was like, yes. And I was like, this is actually the set, this is basically the yeah. setup right now. I'm in my room and he's in his room, and this is how we did the the interview. This is yeah how the um, sausage gets made. Yeah. <laughs> this is how it turned out. It's an indulgence. Yes, Instagram is to social media, or to Instagram is to social interaction as cocaine laced brownies are to food. why you're gonna need to explain that analogy buddy very densely packed high octane version of the normal thing that you would do to survive the best interviews and the best podcasts are where people sound totally natural and, and like they're just being themselves having fun I agree. And it seems like some teachers actually agree, too, because there are comments on their SoundCloud page that are like, I use this as an example for making a podcast in my class or my personal favorite. Bruh, we use this in my English class. Bruh, that is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, this is such a good podcast to teach because not only is it really fun, it actually is really meaningful and smart, too. And like we said, they didn't use any fancy equipment. You know, they used an iPhone to record it, but it still sounds incredible. 
The music and the sound effects really elevate the whole thing. Totally. And so so what was their process like to make the music? Did Aaron listen to the first cut of the audio and then create music around it? Something like that. The whole process was sort of going back and like timing exactly where everything will come in, like where the drums will come in, where the drums will stop, and then exporting all the music, putting it in, and then Alex coming being like, actually, can you like make the drums come in a little bit earlier? So going back and like re-exporting. And they didn't just want to make music. Um, They wanted to make sure that the music ended at the right moment to underscore the end of a thought or to move Um, the story along. and, And I was like, no, it should fade in here. And he's like, no, it should fade in here. And then we argued about that for a while. Everything about this podcast was really thought out, and it's only eight minutes, which is actually our time limit this year. So these guys were way ahead of the curve. That's our show for today. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NPR underscore ed and subscribe to our newsletter to stay up to date on this year's student podcast challenge. Our college competition just opened for submissions on December 1st and closes on February 28th. Our high school and middle school competition opens on January 1st. Today's episode was produced by me, Sequoia Carrillo, and edited by Lauren Magaki. Our music is by Sam D'Agostino. Thanks to Lauren Magaki for co-hosting. I'm Sequoia Carrillo. Thanks for listening to our show, and we can't wait to listen to yours.